This is Filipina Ghost Cousins only on Keith TV. Okay cousins it says here. Many people have heard of the Wendigo, the cannibal monster found in American Indian folklore across much of the northern US and Canada. Wendigos have been featured in movies, comic books and TV shows. In northern New England, the five Wabanaki nations talk about a similar creature, known either as the Shanu, the Giwakwa, or the Kiwakwa. You should avoid it no matter what it's called. I have a story about a creature that has been lurking in the northeast woods for centuries. It is known as the Shanu and the Mi'kmaq, Maliseet, and Passamaquoddy have been telling tales about this creature for centuries. It is a native monster, while others believe it's an ice cannibal. To start, the Shanu is not only a cannibal, but a ghoul. He preys on nameless horrors. In this case, having yielded to the power of kindness, he has made up his mind to partake of the food and hospitality of his hosts. They are described as larger than the average man. They have sharp fangs which stand out due to their lips having been chewed off. A Shanu was once human who either became possessed by an evil spirit or committed a terrible crime, especially cannibalism or withholding food from a starving person, causing his heart to turn to ice. Their bodies become excruciatingly warm, forcing them to live out in the snow. They get their evil powers from the lump of human-shaped ice in their stomach. They get larger as they get angrier, and often tower above the tallest tree. They are always hungry, and their scream will kill any human who hears it. Sometimes, a dead shaman of great power may return from his grave as a shanu. There are a few ways to kill a shanu, usually requiring to do so more than once. Some versions say the only way to make sure they are truly dead is to chop up their bodies into multiple pieces. The only way of destroying the Shanu is by destroying their icy heart, either by tricking them into eating salt or forcing them into eating so much that they vomit up an ice lump, which returns it to human form. In a few legends, humans were rescued from the frozen heart of a Shanu, but usually once a person has been transformed into a Shanu, their only escape is death. One of the most famous stories is The Girl Shanu Of the old time Far up the Saguenay River a branch turns off to the north, running back into the land of ice and snow. Ten families went up this stream one autumn in their canoes, to be gone all winter on a hunt. Among them was a beautiful girl, twenty years of age. A young man in the band wished her to become his wife, but she flatly refused him. Perhaps she did it in such a way as to wound his pride, certainly she roused all that was savage in him, and he gave up all his mind to revenge. He was skilled in medicine, or in magic, so he went into the woods and gathered an herb which makes people insensible. Then stealing into the lodge when all were asleep, he held it to the girl's face, until she had inhaled the odor and could not be easily awakened. Going out he made a ball of snow, and returning placed it in the hollow of her neck, in front, just below the throat. Then he retired without being discovered. So she could not awake, while the chill went to her heart. When she awoke she was chilly, shivering, and sick. She refused to eat. This lasted long, and her parents became alarmed. They inquired what ailed her. She was ill-tempered, 
she said that nothing was the matter. One day, having been sent to the spring for water, she remained absent so long that her mother went to seek her. Approaching unseen, she observed her greedily eating snow. And asking her what it meant, the daughter explained that she felt within a burning sensation, which the snow relieved. More than that, she craved the snow, the taste of it was pleasant to her. After a few days she began to grow fierce, as though she wished to kill someone. At last she begged her parents to kill her. Hitherto she had loved them very much. Now she told them that unless they killed her she would certainly be their death. Her whole nature was being changed. How can we kill you? her mother asked. You must shoot at me, she replied, with seven arrows. And if you can kill me with seven shots all will be well. But if you cannot, I shall kill you. Seven men shot at her, as she sat in the wigwam. She was not bound. Every arrow struck her in the breast, but she sat firm and unmoved. Forty-nine times they pierced her, from time to time she looked up with an encouraging smile. When the last arrow struck she fell dead. Then they burned the body, as she had directed. It was soon reduced to ashes, with the exception of the heart, which was of the hardest ice. This required much time to melt and break. At last all was over. She had been brought under the power of an evil spirit, she was rapidly being changed into a Shenu, a wild, fierce, unconquerable being. But she knew it all the while, and it was against her will. So she begged that she might be killed. The Indians left the place, since that day none have ever returned to it. They feared lest some small part of the body might have remained unconsumed, and that from it another Shenu would rise, capable of killing all whom she met. Thank you for joining this week. Please come back next week for more exciting episodes. As always, please like and subscribe. See you next week. Okay, Everyody, that's a wrap.